welcome back to the Values of Vocation podcast where I go around Custer High School and ask teachers some questions about why they're teaching what they're teaching. Uh, today I have Mr. Bailey. Say hi. Hello. All right, so getting right into this, uh, what made you want to teach you know, biology and chemistry and environmental science? Ironically, uh, when I first started, the teaching aspect of it kind of come from the desire to coach. You know, most people, it's, I want to be a teacher and then a coach. Actually, I started out probably wanting to be a coach more than a teacher to begin with. Um, then started looking at what I wanted to teach. Actually, I thought, you know, forensic biology would probably be a good you know, fit for me. Then I got to thinking, there's not a whole lot of people doing autopsies during the day and coaching in football in the afternoon. So I thought I'd need to probably do something different. Thought about history, um, enjoy history. And then kind of got a, a prod from my father that said, you know what, if you want to get a job and keep a job and always have a job, he says, go to science. He said, there's a, there's a lot of history teachers, but science is something that's kind of in demand. So hence the biology and the chemistry and the coaching. All right. That, that does make sense. That's a pretty cool story. Oh, yeah. uh, what, what do you like about teaching in Custer specifically? Well, the four-day week is kind of cool. Yeah, that's nice. And then, you know what, it, it's, teaching is, is teaching, you know, the schools are kind of, there's a lot of a similarity, um, but the community is probably the difference, you know. Just living out here in the Black Hills is, is fun. I mean, it's, there's lots to do. So the area is a fun place to be. Um, what I like about this school, though, you know, you've got some, we've got good kids, you know, and you got, you got good kids in a lot of schools, but you know, you, you just kind of, once you get established in school, you stick, you know, there for a long time. Kids kind of know who you are coming up, so there's really not that shock value when they walk into your room. And then it tends to, uh, you know, help help kids, like I said, just be a little more relaxed in your atmosphere. So, yeah, yeah Custer's cool, but, you know, there's a lot of good schools out there. Yeah, I get what you say about the small community, like everybody knows each other. Yeah. Uh so what made you want to coach football? Well, I started out with football and track, and actually the first probably 10 years I coached, actually probably 12 or 13, I was actually an assistant volleyball coach too. Uh, volleyball back then was in during the winter. It was a winter sport. Girls basketball was in the fall. Um, you know, and just uh, coaching football, that came from playing football, you know, just enjoyed playing football through high school, played football in college, and enjoyed the sport enough that wanted to be around it and, and stick around it um, and teach other, you know, when you become a teacher, one thing you want to do is you want to teach somebody else what you like, and hopefully they like it too. Well, when you like football, you want to teach football. When you like science, you want to teach science. So that's why football, because that's the sport. That was my sport. Yeah. So, how do you think you motivate your students? Ooh, that's a toughie. Uh, you know, motivation of students uh, over the years has changed from um, the threat aspect of you're going to fail to the, you know, I'm just so disappointed in you to, um, you know, I just, it's a fun class to, I mean, it, it's, a, it's an ever-evolving science, let's put it that way. You know, we used to, we used to just, you know, be hard on kids. 
chew butt and stuff like that. Then we realized that not everybody responds to that. And then came the the empathy, you know, we're just disappointed maybe. Well, then we realized that there's kids out there that the second they hear that, they shut down and they don't want to deal with you anymore. And then we try the, you know what, we're all in this together and, and some kids aren't in it together. So I mean, whenever you motivate a kid, it's a, it's a personal, you know, one-on-one aspect. I mean, there's a thousand different ways to get a kid excited about something and it doesn't work for everybody. You know, so you're constantly rewriting the playbook on that. Yeah, and I know you're, I noticed that your teaching style from biology one when I was in it was like, this is how it is, have fun, you know. I, li- I like your teaching style because you're like loud and <laughs> out there, you know. Well, you got to, I think the only thing that a teacher really can do to, to, to let a kid know that they care is is care about what they're doing. Yeah. You know, so if you're excited about what you're teaching, any teacher that comes in and like, you know, I, this stuff kind of sucks and you know, the kids are going to th- feed off it. Kids are kids are intelligent little parasitic uh, uh, creatures that they they feed off of what you give them. I mean, if you give them good, I mean, they're going to be excited. If you give them I really don't like you and I don't like what we're doing, they can, they can, they can tell, and they know how to adjust to it. Yeah. So, what do you think is a student's attitude towards your class or school? Ooh. You know, you want every kid to enjoy what you're doing, but you know every kid's not going to enjoy it. Um, in the end, you want to just see if you can't get a kid to, even if they don't like the class, walk away with something that they can remember. You know, because that's our whole goal. In today's world, you guys, as kids, you guys have the access to so much information. I mean, unbelievable amounts of information. It used to be when you had a homeschool kid, a homeschool kid had, you know, five textbooks from the school, and they had to go through the textbooks, and they did all the questions, and their parents taught them out of the textbooks. And nowadays, it's just a computer program. I mean, you guys open up a computer program, you take a class. I mean, you can take... You can take a class from Arizona in your living room in, in Custer, South Dakota, so that the access to information is unbelievable. What we try to do as a teacher in a high school setting, especially, we try to create a little bit of interest. You know, because if you can create interest, you know, how many how many kids have sat around and went, okay, what's uh, who won the you know 1998 Super Bowl? I don't know, but I have a little device in my pocket that I can type in there and I can figure out what who won the 1998 Super Bowl used to be used to, have to go find a, a sports almanac in the library and look it up so you pretty much didn't care well if you could just get some kind of interest in, in two seconds you can have your phone out you can have all this information just pouring into you if there's an interest if there's no interest the phone's going to come out and you're going to go to instagram or you can go to snapchat stuff that is not educational you know no matter what people say i saw it on a video once a, a tiktok video i know but that's not you understand it's still TV it's just amateur TV but so I mean if you can get kids to enjoy your class and you can get kids to have a little bit of interest they're gonna walk out of there better than they were when they came in yeah so uh, that's all I'm gonna that's all the questions I'm gonna ask for today Uh, thank you for coming on the podcast and giving us the time of day because I know you're a busy guy so when do I get my check
Well, Jack. <laughs> We'll see you about it, that. In the mail. <laughs> it's in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning into this episode of Values of Vocation podcast. I uh, will see you guys next time.